Welcome to today's edition of Beat to the Fire, where we're always challenging the status quo. For more cutting-edge commentary, go to feettothefire.org. That is feet, the number two, thefire.org. And now your host. Well, we've got positive movement already in the right direction. Now that the Republicans have taken over Congress, even with a slim majority, and even with, admittedly, not the most conservative speaker, but the one that the conservative movement decided we need to support, Kevin McCarthy obviously finally got in and we are moving forward. This from Fox News in the first major majority action with McCarthy as speaker The House of Representatives voted to rescind more than, listen to this, $70 billion in funding to the Internal Revenue Service on Monday night, fulfilling newly elected House Speaker Kevin McCarthy's promise to prevent the agency from hiring tens of thousands of new agents and conducting new audits on Americans, which is what was part of Biden's Psychotic Inflation Reduction Act, so-called falsely named. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Feet to the Fire, and this is your fearless host, conservative voice, Sergio Fassa. The article goes on. The Inflation Reduction Act had granted an $80 billion boost to the IRS over a 10-year period, with more than a half of those funds approved with the intention of helping the agency to crack down on tax evasion, and the funding would have gone toward filling 87000 IRS positions. That's right. 87,000 more card-carrying federal bureaucrats knocking on your door. Hi, I'm from the IRS, and I'm here to help. No thank you. Smith, I think, who helped engineer the bill, Representative Smith from wherever, not Chris Smith from New Jersey. The last thing the American people need right now are more audits from an out-of-control bloated IRS. The Inflation Act funding for IRS would lead to the hiring of 87,000 new IRS employees tasked with raising enough revenue to pay for Democrats' Green New Deal priorities, exposing the fact once again that so-called Green New Deal environmental protection, fighting global warming and climate change is all simply a ruse, a pretense, a smoke and mirrors game to cover up for and justify the expansion, the expansion and overreach of bureaucratic government to the exclusion of civil rights the confiscation and plundering and pillaging of our wealth. It is, a, it is a license and excuse, a pretense, merely to bloat and grow government, to invade our lives more and take over more of our lives and wealth and property. That's all the green agenda is, an ab- is about, an excuse to grow government at the expense of the citizen. All right, this next article, I'm not really going to read Fox News. Uh, What's in it? The House GOP rules package that was passed and uh, it, 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 
It was the demands of the 20 conservative voices like Shiproy from Texas and others. It was their demands for agreeing to vote for Kevin McCarthy. It's a rules change package. I'm not going to read all these rules. I was curious, but it gets a little bit boring. But the, the basic gist of it is they agreed to vote for Kevin McCarthy if the House would accept rules that would limit federal spending. And by the way, if you're wondering, how does the House limit federal spending and how did the House pass that bill that I just read about defunding these IRS agents? It's because according to the Constitution, the House of Representatives has the power of the purse, meaning has fiscal oversight, meaning it is the origin of tax and spending and appropriations. So even if something gets passed, like the Stupid Inflation Reduction Act, the House of Representatives can get in the way by cutting funding. And then when there's no funding for it, whatever was intended to be enacted or executed can't be. It might be written law, but there's no money to pay for it. So that is the power of the purse and the ability to still direct government action by either providing the funding or drying up the supply of money to pay for whatever the government was trying to do. The uh, House GOP rules package aims to curb trillions in yearly heaps of new debt. Excuse me there, no cough button on a podcast. All right, it says this. One of the biggest changes is a return to a cut-as-you-go policy. Legislation cannot be considered if it increases mandatory spending over a five- or ten-year period. So in other words, if you're going to spend more, you have to cut first. A supermajority in the House to approve new tax increases ends the practice of the House to automatically increase the debt ceiling. Oversight over the Biden administration and its programs and spending. Holman rule. Members can chop specific agencies or the salaries of federal employees when considering appropriations bills. So here, I'm giving you a brief overview. The Congressional Budget Office will have to analyze spending bills and give an explanation on the cost and impact. This one's good. All bills need to be available for 72 hours before it gets a vote so people can actually read it. That's right. That's right. What is that, like three days or something? Versus the way the Democrats rushed through the most recent $1.7 trillion spending bill last month. They wrote it and passed it and demanded a vote within like hours. It's absurd. You can't even read these bills. Like, I I don't know, that bill I think was like 1,400 pages and you have they, the representatives see it for a few hours and have to vote on it. It's sick. That's how, that's how the bureaucracy and the government takes over, is they just force these laws through with no accountability. New House committees and subcommittees to investigate the origins of COVID, China, weaponization of the federal government. So good progress. All right. This is also great. From the Washington Examiner, Mark Green beats Dan Crenshaw in his race to chair the Homeland Security Committee. Now, Dan Crenshaw, Republican from Texas, is the one we always see with the eye patch. He's a former military serviceman, might even be a former Navy SEAL. Don't quote me, I'm not sure. But he's recognized for his military service and for a moment was a darling of the Republican Party. But guess what? He's establishment. One of the biggest things that Crenshaw did that made me disgusted in the last couple of years was come out 
once again, like every other good neutered politician, and say, oh, as conservative as I am, which he's really not, I support fighting climate change. We've got to do something about it. Doing his uh, due diligence to carry the water for the for the left climate agenda. I'm like, well, you're no sort of Republican then. No sort of Republican. So he's become worthless and very establishment. And Mark Green beat him for Homeland Security, which is great. Green is a combat veteran. And uh, he is a member of the House Freedom Caucus. Excellent. Also, from Red State, a House Republican whose phone was seized in the January 6th probe might now soon be investigating the FBI. What a turn of events. FBI had seized the cell phone of Pennsylvania Republican Representative Scott Perry, a fierce Trump ally and head of the conservative House Freedom Caucus, the day after the FBI raid on former President Donald Trump's personal residence at Mar-a-Lago. But now, now, Representative Perry may be on a committee which is going to investigate abuses by the FBI. McCarthy agreed as part of negotiations to secure the requisite number of votes to win the gavel as speaker, agreed to organize a church-style committee to investigate alleged abuses by the FBI, National Security Council, CIA, in recent years. Perry, like Trump, has insisted that the 2020 presidential election was stolen through widespread voter fraud, and obviously they're both correct. So that is great news that we're going to have these investigative committees, but let's hope something happens because of it. Not just more bureaucratic committees, but actual results, actual findings, release of data and information, and then prosecution by the executive branch, which is Biden, so he's not going to prosecute himself. But we hope something comes from this over time. All right, political insider Trump calls in his truth social for the ousting of GOP senators who voted for the $1.7 trillion omnibus spending bill. That's right. Trump truthed this after Kevin won. Great job, Kevin. We must now stop Mitch McConnell and his China flagrant boss, Coco Chow. That is awesome. That is awesome. And I saw an article from months ago when he first used the word Coco Chow, and Elaine Chow's like, Media, please stop repeating the racist remarks from Donald Trump when you're reporting on it, because the media was reporting how Trump was, oh, get the smelling salts, calling her Coco Chow. It's hilarious, and he should keep doing it. And it's not racist, but Elaine Chow, you're a wuss and a crybaby, and if you can't take the heat, get out of the kitchen of politics, because you can't get, you can't handle getting mocked and exposed for being a China sympathizer. So keep going, chump, Trump. Trump goes on, it's as though he just doesn't care anymore, Mitch McConnell. He pushes through anything the Democrats want. The $1.7 trillion quickly approved bill of the week before was horrible. Zero for USA border security. If you waited just 10 days, the now, quote, United Republican Congress could have made it a much better bill or killed it. Trump's right. Something is wrong with McConnell and those Republican senators that vote with him. Primary them all right on. Now, you're not going to believe this next thing I read you. The post-millennial, exclusive, Donald Trump slams the arrest of Ashley Babbitt's mother. On Saturday, Trump slammed the arrest. The woman was arrested Friday. Do you know who Ashley Babbitt is? The only woman who died at the alleged so-called, quote-unquote, insurrection on January 6th, which wasn't. 
She was on the side of the protesters, and the Capitol Police shot and killed her. So this is the first time ever that there was an insurrection by citizens with no weapons, nonviolent, and one of their own was shot and killed by the aggressive and violent federal government officials, the Capitol Police, we're supposed to call it an insurrection, but the only person who died was Ashley Babbitt, a protester who was shot in cold blood as a victim. They arrested the mom, get this, for jaywalking on Saturday, uh, on Friday, on January 6th, showing up to recognize and protest at the two-year anniversary of her daughter's death. And the mom gets arrested for jaywalking. What is going on? What is going on in this world? And that cop is still fine. Nobody's prosecuting him. After all the, you know, go after cops, BLM, this and that, prosecute the cops. Nobody going after the cop who shot that woman in cold blood in the Capitol building. I don't have time to read Trump's comments and speech. Maybe I will tomorrow because I want to get to this. But I did want you to hear that. On Truth Social, this is just hitting. Truth Social, and it's, it's all over conservative news. Let me just read some Truth Socials that were retruthed by Donald Trump. Andy Biggs, representative from Arizona, one of the 20 who was fighting to stop McCarthy, wrote this, Biden stole classified documents and stored them at his think tank while he was VP. The VP does not have any authority to declassify classified documents. And this, quote, think tank received $54 million in funding from the CCP. The Biden family highly concerns me. Joe, Hunter, and even quote-unquote, Dr. Jill. They are compromised and must be investigated. Okay, let me give you the long and short of that. They found classified documents held in, at the time, Vice President Biden's office, I believe at his think tank in UPenn, the Penn-Biden Think Tank Center or something, which has offices in D.C., classified documents... The vice president does not have the authority to declassify like the president does. And there's proof that that think tank was taking on donations from communist China, the communist Chinese party, CCP. So money getting laundered over from the communists to the Biden think tank where there's classified documents that the vice president does not have the authority to have or to declassify, yet no one is raiding his house or office but we raided Trump's Mar-a-Lago where there was actually nothing legitimate because the documents he had were declassified and he had the authority to have them. Did you follow all that? Let justice roll down like waters America and righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. Don't believe the hype out there. Double standard. We need to go after the corrupt Biden administration and keep defending Trump. 